Hey, Jenny, what's so great about beer? Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Beer Talk Radio, the only craft beer podcast in the business section. I am your host, Jenny the Greek, the queen of beers, la reina de cerveza, the Khaleesi of craft, the Bourdain of brews, the Cardi B of ABV, pourer of pilsners and lover of local dives. Make sure to visit the Beer Talk Radio website at www.beertalkradio.net. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please send me an email, jenny at beertalkradio.net. And if you're a fan, you can be on the show as well. Just click the link in my show notes, leave me a voicemail, and I'll put you on the following episode. Let's drink. Today, we are having a very current episode, part of the COVID-19 coast-to-coast podcast series that I'm doing this week where I am interviewing people from all over the country and hopefully all over the world and talking about how their cities are being affected by the coronavirus. Today's guest, you've heard him before. He's been on the show a couple of times. You know his voice. You've seen his blog. Papa Eon, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Papa, uh, you're still in downtown L.A. What the hell is going on in DTLA? Well, it's uh, relatively empty. It looks like holiday weekend. Um, There's still people out walking around, going and getting some food and stuff, but there's no traffic. (laughs) And... uh, the homeless population is pretty much the same as it always is. They're always around. There's a lot less people out, of course, because there's nowhere to go. Have you seen a shutdown of the restaurants and pubs and bars? Oh, yeah. If I walk down Spring Street with all the bars they have on that street, there's nobody there. I wonder what all these people are doing. But yeah, a lot of restaurants are shut down with for people, of course, but they, they do take out. I was just having this conversation with someone else before I, uh, you called. <clears throat> I kind of feel sorry for some of the businesses because imagine if you are a more upscale restaurant. Like if you sell $48 ribeyes, nobody's ordering Grubhub. You know, nobody's going to use Uber Eats to, to order that kind of food. Even some of the uh, bars up here, what they're trying to do is they're trying to do what, they've, what the city allows them to do is they can do cocktails to go if you order food. So, yeah, that's great. But some of these more upscale bars that are out here, their cocktails start at $14. So they're not, nobody's, nobody's ordering cocktails to go. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm terrified 
for the larger, more upscale restaurants that are, that are all over this country. You know, when, when you have a chef or a business owner who's tried to, to build something special, you're shut down. I mean, you're just basically shit out of luck because even if you wanted to do the delivery option, you know, like I'm lucky enough to be able to do the delivery option with my company, either it's too late and you can't get on the roster because they're processing so many applicants or you serve a, f a style of food that's above what people are willing to pay for one meal or for one drink. So that, you know, my heart really goes out to the, to the Michelin star restaurants and the upscale restaurants and the restaurants that do specialty food, because even if they could get an account with DoorDash, who's going to buy it? Yeah, I have a feeling a lot of businesses are going to go out of business because of this. Uh, it's speculated that the smaller businesses that don't have the capital to continue on through this aren't going to exist. A lot more times on evictions and rent and things like that, but that hurts everybody up the line. So I don't know how that's going to work out. And like you said, most of the people here in LA, they like to go out. If you can't go out, there's no point in going anywhere. Uh, I'm not going to pay $15 for a entree that I have to bring home. I'd rather just go ahead and go to the grocery store and make some food myself instead of paying some restaurant for that for a takeout because you don't go to these restaurants for takeout. You go to these restaurants to hang in there and socialize and see people. So... Yeah, it's going to be a bad deal out here. Uh, the farmer's markets, concerts at LA Live, Staples Center, anything open? Anybody still performing? Anybody still doing shows? Are there any gatherings? No gatherings whatsoever. Nothing. <clears throat> Everything's shut down. People aren't gathering anywhere. Uh, concerts and everything. Uh, social events. I've gotten in my emails of all being canceled till further notice. I had a few events that I wanted to go to myself over the next uh, two months, but uh, I don't know if they're going to be around because they've already said that they're canceling anything after that. Who knows? You work in education, Papa. You work in a, you work at a community college. Um, and how are the students and teachers being affected? Well, we all have to shift to online learning. There's been a regulation from the district that came down that says we're not going to have any face-to-face -face learning or interactions with students. I really don't know how that's going to work. Um, I not everything in a school can be done online. Yeah, what about what about kids that have like uh science majors and they need labs? What are they going to do? Well, they're all trying to figure that out uh last week and this week because they shifted our spring break to next week. Well, I mean coming tomorrow. It was originally in April, but they shifted it so that the instructors will have time to try to figure out how to do stuff online. Uh, maybe they can do virtual labs. I don't know. I'm not really in that part of it. 
but I do read the emails and uh, there's a lot of training that has to go on for instructors because there are instructors that don't use the Canvas system. They don't do any uh, online instruction or learning and there's a lot of people that have to learn that and that's going to be hard on the staff as well as the students. Uh, we have to close uh, the library down. Originally, we we're going to be open and just limit the amount of students in there, but there's only essential services allowed to inter be open or interact possibly with students during this time where we're shut down. It's uh, going to be really hard on students, especially the students that may not have computers and don't have internet access. I have no idea how they're going to be doing this stuff. But because you know, they can't go to the public library and use the computer there either, right? No, that's all closed down. Even some businesses have said that they're going to shut off their internet, their Wi Fi, so that people can't congregate around the outside of the business to use <laughs> it. So it's that's. I mean, computers are relatively cheap now, but if you can get a computer, that's great. But if you can get a computer, but you can't use Wi-Fi anywhere, you're really out of luck. I mean, the school's not going to shut down their Wi-Fi, but it's cold outside. And I don't know how many students are going to be sitting outside on the campus with computers trying to uh, use it. Wow. How about your coworkers? What's going on among the staff? Well, we were given an option whether to telecommute. All the librarians have to telecommute because they can do most of their jobs online. But the classified staff, some of the stuff we do really can't be done online. A lot of it is customer service, and that's practically impossible to do online, even though that they're talking about having uh, meetings and, and chats and things through Zoom. That's not going to work if you can't get to a computer and you can't use the internet. So I just got an email from my supervisors today saying that I have to telecommute when I, you know, volunteered that I would actually go into work. So it's going to be strange. Wow. You know, I know that you're going to a lot of breweries. You know, you're writing our blog. Thank you so much for that. One of the uh, big breweries here in San Leandro, Oakland area called Cleophis Quealy, which is an award-winning company. They've, they can't even make it these past two weeks. So not only are they shut down for service, they're just shut down. Have you seen any other breweries in downtown LA or any that you're aware of? Perhaps you're on anyone's email list or you follow any of these breweries on your social media have you seen any of them that have uh, decided to permanently close and have made that announcement yet i follow a number of them on instagram and the messages have been that they will sell beer cans outside of the building so you can still get your brew without having to uh, come inside and sit down. But the, of course, the tap, tap rooms are closed. So I don't know how many people are going to go buy the brew because it's just the same thing as the restaurants. You go there for social interaction. You go there for the uh, atmosphere. You go there to meet people and watch the big TVs 
put the sports on them, but I don't know how that's going to work out for the breweries and how much they're going to sell. But uh, all of the ones I go to, Boomtown, Arts District, Angel City, they're all selling uh, their beer in cans outside of the building. I mean, they're doing the same thing up here. All the ones that I, uh, all the ones that I love are doing the same thing up here. But once again, it's like, I go there to talk to the bartenders or beer tenders. I go there to talk and learn and, and, you know, say hi to the brewer. And there's that, that mom and pop feel that is lost. Cause it's like, I, well, I could just go to the store and get your cans, you know, or, I mean, besides like the specialty stuff, but learning about beer and talking to the beer tenders and talking to the staff is 50% of the fun of going to a brewery is learning about the beer and and you can't have that you can't have that now it's heartbreaking i really hope that these breweries are have enough stashed away for a rainy day but i think a lot of them are just fly by night a lot of them are just paycheck to paycheck just like we are as consumers but even as business owners they're paycheck to paycheck and what most people don't realize is that these smaller breweries you know just because you came up with $50,000, $100,000, you took money out of your 401k, you borrowed, you got loans, that doesn't necessarily mean you're rich. People have this perception that business owners are rich. Most business owners don't even take a salary. Half the business owners that I know in San Francisco also have to drive for Uber because they don't take a salary home. You know, everything gets reinvested back in the business or it goes to payroll or it goes to the health department or it goes to the city for licensing and other things that they need to pass in order to be in operation. So it's, it's a terrifying time for craft beer. And, you know, craft beer already has taken a little bit of a hit over the past year because the popularity of the hard seltzers you know, the low calorie alcoholic options is, is affected craft beer. But now this, I don't know who's going to make it. I'm really scared right now. Yeah. And uh, these breweries are not in small buildings. I can no, imagine. No, they're not. I can imagine what their lease payments are. And if they can't make one month of lease payments because they don't have people coming in there to buy the beer i don't think they're going to make it just selling canned beer off the side of the building it's going to be really sad to see some of these breweries go out of business i really hope that it doesn't happen but it doesn't look good for them do you see any sort of like social difference in the way that people interact with each other are people do people seem more depressed than usual are are people friendlier to each other i mean do you i mean downtown la is a pretty social place everybody when you live in the neighborhood that we okay so for the listeners when you live in the neighborhood that me and my dad lived in everybody knows everybody like people really do talk to one another and and you get to know faces on the street you get to know the business owners you get to know the boutique shop owners you get to know the bar owners does it seem like there's a difference in just how people are interacting with one another yeah the vibe is somewhat depressing um and somewhat tense people are not really happy downtown the ones that i see out and about 
I mean, the people that are running and exercising, they look the same, but people that are walking around, they look worried that they can't get what they need from the grocery stores, which the grocery stores are pretty well cleaned out, but they do try to stock them. <clears throat> um, I don't see too much good down here. Um, I mean, there are some happy people. I don't worry about it too much because I do take precautions. There's less people on public transportation. Those people are quiet. Is the Whole Foods that's uh, on 8th Street, are they, do they have food available? Because in that area, that's kind of the main grocery store. Yeah, they have food available. Some of it's not there. I was in there a couple of days ago. They're out of certain parts of, I mean, certain types of food, like the produce is very sparse. Uh, of course, all the paper products are gone. They did restock the water the other day, which is good for people who want this water. Although I don't understand the whole water hoarding business because it's not an earthquake. The <laughs> municipal water system has not been compromised. Uh, they still use water to go to the restroom. Uh, so maybe, I guess you don't like the taste of the, of the city water, but that's not something you're going to run out of. Like are there they, lines? Are there like massive lines? Are they only letting like 10 people in at a time? Did they shut down the deli? Yeah, yeah uh, all the, the deli shut down. Okay. The um, hot food section, the salad section shut down. It depends on when you go. When I went the other day before they implemented this line business, uh, the place was packed full of people. Then they implemented the line business. I went the other day and there was about maybe 10 people in line going in when I went. However, when I went by, not the Ralphs downtown, I don't know how they're doing it, but I went to the Ralphs by my job and they had like at least 20, 30 people waiting outside in line because they're only letting a small amount of people in at a time. And then I went over to Sam's Club and I waited in a line to get in. As maybe about 40, 50 people in line, but they count the people in going in and out. So it's not that you can't get in. Um, they were pretty well stocked on meat and deli products that were packaged. Plenty of drinks, plenty of beer. <laughs> Excuse me, but I don't think people are worried about running out of food some well actually people are worried about running out of food like the canned goods that's all gone but i figure if you go to the uh store once a week and you buy either frozen or fresh food that does actually keep in the refrigerator you're okay well let's turn the tide of this conversation to something a little bit more positive do you happen to have any craft beer in your fridge right now uh yeah what do you have let me look well, right now, I only have the Cubano-style espresso brown ale from Cigar City Brewing that you got when we came down here. And then I have the, uh, well, it's not craft brewing, uh, but I have the cheap <laughs> Costco brand. The Kirkland Light? 
Yeah, the Kirkland light to taste. That's good. <laughs> I mean, it might be sacrilege to say, "Oh, we like a light beer," but it it's better than some brews that they have out. So I give it a a, a thumbs up, even though I prefer better beer. That was a good beer, though. You know, and the thing is, I actually want to do a light beer episode soon because I have found a couple of really good light beers. So they are out there; they do exist. Papa, do you want to give a review for that Cigar City? You want to drink it now? I'll, I'll buy you another pack. <laughs> That's okay. It was a, it was a good nut brown ale. It wasn't like the best nut brown ale in the world, so you don't need to save it. But it was good. Pretty clean uh, tasting mouthfeel, and then uh, it hits you with the uh, the coffee. So it's first sip is beer and then coffee and then the aftertaste is just a strong strong espresso nice. not espresso not espresso espresso <laughs> yeah, some people have been talking about that how they hate people that don't pronounce it right but i like it uh i don't know if it should be drunk for breakfast or Maybe later in the afternoon to keep you going. No, it's good. It's clean. I like it a lot. Yeah, Cigar City is coming out with some good beers. And uh, they have a marketing partnership with Oscar Blues. So I'm pretty sure that they're national now. But yeah, that, that espresso brown ale. Not the best brown ale I've ever had, but definitely a damn, damn, damn good one. Lots of flavor in it a little thinner in body than most nut brown ales are, but it was good. It was good. So I'm glad you like it, Papa. Right. Let me check something here. What's the ABV on that? 5.5%. Well, Papa, while you enjoy your beer on this Sunday afternoon, is there any emotional or psychological advice that you can give for other people who are freaking out right now? I don't want to make this outbreak appear not to be serious or important because it is, but the mortality rate overall is not as bad as what people get from the flu every year. I think People should still go out, go walking around, because staying inside and eating and drinking and watching TV and not doing anything else is not good for you. I mean, I've been out almost every day. It's nice outside. The air seems cleaner because there's not as many cars driving. <laughs> Less pollution. Things <laughs> to have gone down. Uh, the bus and the trains are running. I ride the bus and the train every other day since this has happened. Uh, if you are careful and, you know, you have your sanitizer, if you've got any left, because that's all cleaned out from the store. So hopefully you had a supply before. Just, you know, go out. You'll feel better. Look out the window. Take a walk. Take it seriously enough to protect yourself, but don't take it so seriously that it keeps you from being happy and doing things because this thing will be over after a while. There'll be some devastation in its wake 
and I'm thinking more of the businesses than people. Agreed. Uh, there's, not, there's not that many cases here in Southern California, not to say there couldn't be more. Be happy if you don't have it and just live your life. Go out and buy some craft beer. Because one, one person made a joke. He said, why are people buying up all this water? They should be buying up the beer if you're going to get stuck staying at home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I definitely need to resupply soon. I only have specialty beers and then the, uh, my collector's beers that I'm saving. But I don't have any like daily drinking beers. So I need to go out and get some of that. I'm going to go up to East Brother outside of their tap room and get my little doggy bag of beer because <laughs> they're they bring it to your car with gloves and a mask that's how they're doing it out here <laughs> yeah I, I might head over by angel city or arts district and pick up something from them i don't know if i'm gonna do that i've got my light beer here which is i don't want to say that but i got my light beer here if i want to drink some beer i've got the cubano espresso beer I was thinking the other day when I was in Whole Foods to buy some, which their beer, craft beer section is fully stocked. So, yeah, buy beer instead of water. I agree. Off. Save water, drink beer. That's right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Papa. I appreciate you being my Los Angeles correspondent. Thank you for continuing to support the craft beer businesses that are down there. And of course, thank you for continuing to support me and my podcast. I hope to see you soon. And I know, <laughs> I know you won't come up and visit, but if I'm out of work, I'll be coming to visit you frequently. Sounds good. Thank you. No, thank you, Papa. I love you. You too. Okay. And that concludes this week's episode of Beer Talk Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment and rate on iTunes, and that will help other people find the podcast. If you are interested in receiving one of my street team swag bags, please visit my website, www.beertalkradio.net. Enter your rapid fire questions and your name into the subscribe area, and I will send you one. If you're interested in being on the show, I'd be happy to put a clip of your voice and your commentary in the following episode by leaving a voicemail. The link to the voicemail is in the show notes. And if you have any questions for me or past guests, I'd be happy to get those answered for you. Send me an email at Jenny at Thanks for drinking with me and have a good one.